Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. More. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by. In northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Joseph Pinion on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas for over the last 60 plus years. An Arkansas company for Arkansans. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. And now, here's Joseph Pinion. Joseph, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How y'all doing? Man, just getting along. How about you? Are you just getting along? Yeah, just getting along. <laughs> um, how much does Coach Musselman stress on maybe the first four minutes, first two minutes, whatever time frame? Does he stress getting off to a good start for this team? Uh, definitely, he always wants to get off to a good start. But, you know, we really try and just win as many four-minute segments as we can. And, you know, we haven't been doing that as much recently. But, you know, whenever we really just focus on, like, four-minute segments, like, you know, the uh, media timeouts, uh, we just really, like, those are the games that we're really locked in and we really do our best. So I think we really got to get back to doing that. Watching last night, it seemed to follow a familiar pattern. That's the reason why I asked that about getting off to a fast start. The only fast start that this team has gotten off to once it's gotten into SEC play was the game against A&M. That resulted in the victory, even though that kind of scared you there towards the end. But uh, the other games, the other five games that Arkansas has played in SEC play, Arkansas dug themselves such an early Hole in a hurry. What does that do to your to your mindset, Joseph? What does it do to the team's mindset? Oh man, we're up ten or we're down ten. We're down twelve. We're down fourteen. Whatever it may be, what does that do to your mindset? Uh, you know, it's really you know it just adds urgency to it. But it's really you know you just got to keep winning. You just got to keep winning the little battles. And, you know, you just keep winning the little battles. You're winning the long run. So, you know, it's just really, we just got to get back to uh, doing that, just winning the little battles and, you know, just coming out early, being like, being energized for a team, you know, to really go, really want to go out and just really beat that team that night. Like, we have to bring that kind of energy. Now, I'm looking at the box, and you correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe at Marlton High School, you had four blocks in a game or five block shots in a game have you had a game like you had last night where you blocked three shots in a game uh you know definitely in high school i did quite often i always had i would always find a way to you know block shots uh because i was always you know really a lot more uh taller than the other people uh, on the court but you know i just feel like now you know you just got to go in you just got to get kind of help side blocks with your big walls of man up you just got to jump from behind and get the ball before you even get uh, over the deep. Well, when you entered the ball game last night, I thought this, for Joseph, I'll call it a free shot. Things were going so badly at that point that when you were inserted into the lineup, did you kind of feel the same way? I mean, there's no pressure on me. We're already down. Just go out there and play your game. Uh, you know, I always just try to bring that mindset, you know, regardless of the situation, you know, just 
play your game, to play the right way, and things will things will work out. But, you know, I just feel like I go in, look into every game just like that, regardless of the score. So did you feel it last night? You hit three shots? You know what? I mean, did you did you feel good about your shot last night? You hit three three field goals, hit a couple threes? Uh, you know, I feel like I, I, I've passed up some shots that I should have that I work on mm. a lot more than some of the shots that I missed. So, you know, I feel like i got to get, you know, just really bring that confidence coming off the shot, uh, correlating the practice up to the game. I just feel it. Uh, but, you know, it was a decent, uh, it was a decent game for sure. Uh, I feel like I can, I, I can definitely improve a lot there. And you always feel good at the foul line, don't you? It's nice to see you get a couple free throws. Absolutely. You know, it's the easiest shot in the game. Yeah, you're right. Well, can you tell some of the other guys that? <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's a wrong clinic right here. How That's about right. Joe's opinion? You know, uh, we talked about this, and then we... Uh, do we get credit or not for the jinx we put upon you? We were talking about you had missed the free throw yet as a Razorback. And uh, but now Joseph looks like you're back on another good streak. You, as Rick mentioned, you were two for two last night. I don't think you've missed in a while from the free throw line, have you? I don't. Don't bring it up. I need my free throws. Huh, okay. I need the easy ones. Never mind. Okay. Never Here mind. Getting superstitious again, right? Okay. Never mind. Well, he he made the request. I didn't. So, but I love your stat line. Uh, last night you had two assists. You had three block shots. Uh, you had a rebound, uh, three of six from the floor, two of five beyond the three-point line, plus two of two, as we mentioned, two of five beyond three, two of two from the free throw line for a total of ten points. Explain to us, or do you know, what this plus-minus, all the time that Coach Musselman is talking about, well, I don't like this guy's plus or minus. But you had a minus nine last night. How can you be minus nine, Joseph? Can you explain that to us? Uh, you know, whenever um, I don't really even understand much myself, but I just, <laughs> you know, I try, I try and always uh, affect the game more positively. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't always show up on the uh, plus minus, but you know, the film always tells everything. So you know, whenever Films being, you just really got to watch the film of the game. You know, you can't just look at stats. Well, I'm looking at some of these plus minuses, and some of them are pretty ugly. Uh, there's one minus 23, another minus 16, another minus 15, another minus 15. There's not some. Uh, there's not many, if any. Let's see. Hard to believe. L. Ellis played 23 minutes and 55 seconds. He was 1 of 4 from the floor, 0 of 2 at three-point range. He did uh, have three rebounds, uh, one assist, two turnovers, and his plus-minus is zero. Does that mean he didn't even show up? That somehow an imposter played those 23 minutes? He was on, and, the, on the court at the nah, right No, the way we played last night at zero would be considered good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly. Right. Well, they get, they fall gets a zero. He had a zero. They fall. Yeah, they fall. He he really impacts the game in a positive way whenever he goes in. You know, he's just so big. You know, he's really just getting getting a feel for college basketball. But, you know, once he really gets his feel, you know, he's going to be a problem. But he looks so skinny, Joseph. I mean, yeah, but you know, he can put on weight. You know, he works hard. He's really he's gained, he's gained some weight since he's been here, and you know the off season he gained even more weight in the off season. So you know whenever it really, I feel like baseball is going to be a huge uh, player very soon. Okay, so your best two games probably have been an exhibition against Purdue and a win over Duke. Here comes Kentucky, the the name in the SEC throughout the years. Is this a game that maybe we can see a a, a heck of a ball game Saturday? Uh, you know that's the goal. You know it's just a you know it's just another game, but you know it's a game. You know you really got to win. Uh, you know uh, the Razorbacks. We've all been in this uh, position before, but you know you know if anyone knows how to come back from this coach must I feel like you know we got to really uh, you know it's about the time that it turned around in previous years. So we're hoping at some point it will turn around for us too. 
Now, you can call the Kentucky game just another game. There's going to be 19,000 people there that don't think it's just another game. I mean, does that does that influence the way you will play at all? Nah, it's just basketball. At the end of the day, you know, I don't really feel like nothing else matters but what's uh, happening on the court. I like that. I mean, I understand as a player you can't get too high or too low in some regards, but... Uh, yeah, I think you'll feel the emotion Saturday. Uh, and then to add on top of that, you've got, what, ESPN's game day coming to town. Are you guys excited about that? Uh, you know, definitely excited that uh, we get extra coverage this game. You know, uh, really get to showcase our skills a little bit more. Uh, you know, but it's really it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's still just another game. We've got to uh, play it the same way, feel the same way about it. What have you seen so so far in the scouting report for Kentucky? What are you What are you seeing so far, Joseph? A lot of shooters. Yeah, which is unusual for Kentucky when you think about it. They usually have one great shooter, and then rest of them struggle. But this team looks like a lot of them are capable of putting double digits on the floor. What What is Coach right now seeing as maybe one of the keys to the ball game? I would think trying to. This seems to be a high-flying Kentucky team. They want to get out, push the ball. Is it going to be trying to control the tempo, maybe, against Kentucky? Definitely. Uh, you know, we're definitely going to be trying to control the tempo more this game. I mean, you know, considering in the past games we have and we've been losing. So, you know, we're going to definitely try this game to more control the uh, tempo of the game. Speaking of scoring, can you put your finger on why it's been so difficult as of late for Arkansas to score. You see these guys, I know people are tired of hearing that phrase, practice, but you see these guys all the time. Why do you think it's been such an offensive struggle, Joseph, as of late? Uh, you know, I really don't I really don't have too much to say about that. Uh, you know, I just feel like we got to come more prepared. More, more excited to be playing these games. You know, I feel like it just comes from energy from everyone. You know, from from the bottom to the top. Uh, you know, I just feel like you gotta, uh, you just gotta bring energy and like that's what could change. I feel like could change everything. Well, you're kind of beat up. Right? No, not you, but uh, Mark dealing with yeah. the uh, migraine. Brazil with the knee battle with the ankle. Uh, do you think all these guys are going to be ready to go on Saturday? Uh, definitely, I hope so. Uh, you know, we're just going to see what the – I don't know what the, what's going to happen, but uh going to see what the training staff says. You know, if they're ready to go, they're going to be ready to go. If not, next man up, you know, you got to be ready to play. Well, it does help the game will be at 5 o'clock, so it's almost like you're gaining another day. Uh, in that healing process so i've never had a migraine so i have no idea how that can affect you and how long something like that can hang around Uh, i have had knee issues i know to a little bit of a degree what uh, brazil is going through i never had a sprained ankle so i don't know what a sprained ankle feels like but as long as it's not that high ankle sprain i gotta believe joseph that Khalif battle is going to be as close to 100% as possible this time of year. Uh, you know, KB, just, he's a warrior. You know, he's going to fight through it regardless. Uh, you know, I know he'll uh, really be amped to play. You know, I just feel like, you know, if he can push through it, he'll definitely push through it. So when when uh, we were talking about this hype involve, involving this game, I mean, this is the kind of game that you might see some of your – uh, classmates camping out to make sure they get a ticket on Saturday. When do you start feeling the hype for something like this, or do you feel the hype of a big game like this coming to coming to town? Uh, me personally, you know, I always just say as even kill as possible. You know, just I don't feel any type of way about it. Uh, but you know, just uh, it's definitely in the air. I can definitely feel it. So and, now, uh, you know, the around campus. So now, back in high school, did 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 they ever have pep rallies for the basketball team? Uh, yeah, we did a couple a uh, couple pep rallies. 
did you get excited then when they were beating the drums and cheerleaders were dancing around? Did did you kind of get excited back then? I was just ready to hoop. <laughs> Let's cut this stuff out. Let's cut the chase. Let's get to the game. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, just just checking on your level of excitement. Well, all right, Joseph. Do well this fr- this Saturday, five o'clock. Uh, big game. Understatement. Big game. Taking on the Kentucky Wildcats and uh, trying to protect that home turf is. Coach Must talked about that at all, protecting the home court this upcoming Saturday. Definitely. And, you know, it's really got to be, I feel like it's really got to be addressed that, like, this is our home. Like, we can't let people, you know, win. Like, when we're at home, we can't let that happen. We can't let people come in here and just do whatever. Well, the last time, uh, if I remember correctly, Calipari went romping and stomping on the sidelines and got some technical fouls, got ejected. And it proved to be the spark for his team to come back and beat Arkansas. Let's hope he doesn't have any of those antics up his sleeve this uh, Saturday. Um, Well, maybe Coach Moss should get ejected early in the game, and maybe I'll get the right Yeah, yeah, okay. Pass that on to Hunter Yurichak. That's right. Say it's okay. It's okay, Coach Lee, whatever you got to do. Joseph, thank you again. Continue success, my friend, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Yes, thank you. Thank you. There you go. That's Joseph Pinion, Marlton, Arkansas, the old devil dog. And thanks to Double Bees, where you guess it, grab it, and go make it Double Bees. So, uh, let's see, Rick. In this process, maybe I can catch up on a little bit of live fan feedback. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, this is from the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Hog fan man. Muss is the best coach we've had in a long time. After falling a little bit short the last couple of years because of outside shooting, I think he went overboard signing shooters. He believed that he could teach them to play hard and smart. Mm. Muss has never been an enforcer. His way is to be more cerebral. Cerebral. Cerebral? I don't think so. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't, I'm not sure about that either. And, you know, that might be a point. The problem is uh, maybe by teaching them to play defense, he's ruined their shooting too. Hmm. Because because I, I think that's the truth. I think that's what, uh, you know, Trey Biddy talked about. Everybody, all these guys we talked to, uh, Kevin Hoopscoop, this was supposed to be a group of really good shooters coming in. Right, right. And that has not been the case. Um, so is it because you lose your shooting ability when you're trying to cover somebody, which they don't do that well anyway? Well, there is a lot of clanging going on. Uh, I mean, Devo, to me, has always been a streak shooter. Uh, He can get really hot, and then he can have his struggles. Uh, Mitchell, Makai Mitchell, I've always thought of him as a seven, somewhere six, seven point per game. A lot of garbage, uh, offensive putbacks, that kind of stuff. And even though he's got a little bit of a jumper, if you will, from about five feet away from the basket, but... uh, who am I missing? We, well, we know Joseph can score. Joseph Pinion can score. Didn't know about Blocker coming in uh, as a true freshman. Bay Falls has been learning from Jalen Graham in regards to shooting free throws. And I don't know if we've ever seen quite yet what his offensive game is, Bay Fall, thus far. But um, the others were expected to be good shooters. Yeah. Sure but they right. all shoot. About the same. Now, it was said Davenport was a streak shooter. He could hit three in a row. He could miss six in a row. But that's just his so-called reputation. Um, I saw this. You may have uh, sent you the ESPN notes. I'm not sure this was in or not. But anyway, most wins. Now, this is talking about the NBA. Most wins by trio, three players, all time, including regular season 
in playoffs. And this three teammates are basically uh, the only ones that even have a thought, and they got a long way to go, is Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. The all-time, all-time, most wins by a trio all-time, including regular season and playoffs, Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. 701 victories. Mm, Second on the list, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, 632. Next on the list, number three, Kareem Abdul-Rajim, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Cooper, and Magic Johnson. Hmm. 600, number four, Sam Jones, Bill Russell, Satch Sanders, 536. They just didn't play enough games back then, because those guys won all the championships. Right behind them. Number five, K.C. Jones, Sam Jones, Bill Russell, 535. Just one behind Sam, Bill, and Satch. Then checking in number seven, Magic Johnson, Byron Scott, James Worthy, 514. Next, Vinnie Johnson, Bill Lambeer, Isaiah Thomas, 508. Michael Cooper, Magic Johnson, James Worthy at number nine, 508. Number 10, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, 498, the all-time number, 701. I don't think they'll catch it. No. Drive Time Sports will continue. Join David and Roger Monday when they take Morning Mayhem on the road to broadcast live from Fletcher Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sherwood. It's Monday morning on 103.7 The Buzz. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in Sherwood. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Guatney Chevrolet is moving them in. They're moving them out. They keep turning over the inventory. They have a tremendous inventory of pre-owned vehicles. If you haven't checked those out, you're missing some great values. But right now, the deal is the Silverado. The deal is the Equinox. Can you picture yourself in a comfortable and stylish 2024 Chevrolet Equinox? For a limited time, you can get it for just $23.99 when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. $23.99. You can't beat that, folks. It's hard to beat that deal that you're going to find at Watney Chevrolet. And if you're looking for that Silverado, your dream truck can be yours for under forty-eight grand with your qualifying trade-in. That's just a few. That's where it begins at Watney Chevrolet. Check out their entire inventory online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, let's drive together and by the way oh by the way be sure and check out that huge american flag right there in downtown jacksonville that's where you'll find Watney chevrolet chevrolet let's together let's drive oh okay i knew that was good didn't know how good um dave van horn held a press conference kind of get us ready for the upcoming baseball season. Rick, it sounds like, I, I mean, I'm only saying it sounds like, it reads like this may be as rich of a number of pitching arms that has ever been maybe assembled under Dave Van Horn. Yeah, and that's asking a lot because he had uh, one team that had three first-round draft picks, so um, or at least plus the sandwich round, if you call it that. <laughs> so this is a this is a good staff. I'm thinking, you know, he did have Nick Schmidt in that. Yeah, Schmidt was his. Yeah, so those guys, he had a really good staff there, but he's got a really good one here. And uh, you know, the great thing is it starts with Hagen Smith, and I think everybody is so high on him. Uh, that if he is healthy and throwing well, he's definitely a first-round draft pick. And then they picked up Mason Molina from Texas Tech. He was an all-conference uh, pitcher at Texas Tech. And so to get those two, and then you got Brady Tiger, it's going to be probably the third starter. Uh, you got Ben Bybee, who uh, was off and up and down last year, but he, he's a guy that could be a starter. Will McIntyre, who started a lot last year, probably won't start. Probably be in the bullpen, uh, although you never know. 
then you got Parker Coyle, left-hander. He could start a relief. You, you know, Cody Frank looks like he's going to be back okay after uh, surgery on his torn lat muscles. So it's um, it's and gosh, Gage Wood. Remember him after uh, there was some injuries last year, and he had to go out there and, and pitch, and for a while was just absolutely terrific. And there are others we could name. So it's a deep staff, yes. And so um, that's where it starts in the SEC. Dylan Carter, I know we've had him, we had him on last year on our show. It still may be a while. He's going to find out next month whether he's going to be able to pitch at all this year. But if he can pitch the last month and he's fresh and he's totally healthy, that would be a plus as well. Well, we also learned about uh, or an update that is on left-handed freshman pitcher Adam Hatchman. Said he didn't have the Tommy John surgery. He had a little short of that. I forget what they call it now. It's not quite so invasive, and you recover quicker. Wonder what in the world he's talking about. They call it an internal brace operation. Oh, listen to you. Well, hey, as many surgeries as you've been through, Randy, you ought to, you ought to know some of these things. Well, that's I, elbow. You know, that's elbow you're, you're stuff. You're right. This is... Uh, this is he tore his UCL as a high school senior, and so he had that surgery. And they're thinking he may not be available in in mid February, but he might be available uh, as the season went along. Really, that's what caused him to drop in the eyes of the scouts. He was a, he was a top fifty prospect, and then um, after that injury, he was still a top hundred, but like ninety eight or ninety nine, somewhere in that range. And so he said, "Hey, I'm going to go to school." So the Hogs are fortunate to have him because. After he rehabs, let's say he pitches this year, he's got two more years before he's draft eligible again. So that's a big that's a big pickup for Arkansas, especially when you consider that the three guys we named earlier, Smith, Molina, and Tiger, are all juniors, so they're all draft eligible at the end of this year. So it's nice to have some younger ones who who you feel pretty good about. Well, I got this from the source of the second source of the third source. <laughs> And that is Grandpop Allison is saying Dylan Carter is way ahead of schedule. And I think they are purposely now starting to pull back a little bit. That is, hold back. They don't want to get too big of a hurry. Uh, Things are going good. Sometimes the temptation is going to push the card. But they're kind of holding back a little bit. Let's, Let's hold on. Let's hold on. I know you mentioned the aspect that he might find out if he can pitch at all this season. Yeah. I'm going to put my money on. He's going to pitch. It's just a matter of when uh, Dylan Carter will be pitching. The other note, and I can't say it's it's a little contradictory, but uh, he was talking about Jason Jones. Mm-hmm. And Jason Jones is multi-talented. And... Uh, he wants him to just go out there, that is Dave Van Horn, wants him to just go out there and have fun. Just go play the game. That's what everybody ought to do, shouldn't they? Yeah, don't worry about all the other things. Just play baseball. Yeah. Um, but then he goes over later on, and he talks about uh, the outfield slotting and positions. And it didn't sound like he's going to play third. Jones is going to play third because of Peyton Holt. And it didn't sound like he's going to be the starter in left. He's not going to be the starter in center. And he's sure not going to be the starter in right with Kendall Diggs in right. So where does Jason Jones fit in, Rick? Maybe DH. You know, and, and he could certainly do that. There are several candidates for that. But he's, he would, you know, if, listen, if he can hit and he does hit with power, they will find a place for him to play. Because hitters play. You know, we've talked about... Uh, where does Heston Kerstad fit in with the Orioles? I don't know right now. They've got a starting outfield coming back from last year. They have one guy, Santander, who's a uh, who's a free agent after this year. Could they possibly trade him and put Kerstad in right? They could. I don't know. He, they played him some at first base. They've got Ryan Mountcastle at first base. Uh, how about DH? They've got plenty of DH candidates. But he can hit, and so he he's they're going to find a place for him because he can hit. So it's the same thing with Jones. If he hits, they will find a place for him. Maybe they'll stick him in the outfield some, maybe at first base occasionally, DH, but they'll find a place for him if he can hit. So are you saying Kerstead is going to make the big club this spring? I think he will. 
I think if he has a good spring, he will. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my that's everything I'm reading indicates that. Now you know he's their number two prospect. Their number one prospect is Jackson Holiday, who's the number one prospect in all of baseball. So and who could be their shortstop, starting shortstop at 20 years old. He's he's really really good. But he's not competing with Kerstead except for no. maybe no, 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 batting no. time per No, se. not at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. No. Okay. No. You know, they they had the rookie of the year last year in Gunnar Henderson and he can play second, short or third. So they're probably thinking he could end up at third base, uh holiday at shortstop. Got another young guy that played some second base for him last year that could end up there. So anyway, um it's a nice I don't know if the Orioles will win 100 games again this year, but they uh, it's nice to see so many good young players in their organization, and their minor league system still ranked number one, even with all the guys that have already come up. Uh, this from Take that evil empire. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing on with a look at uh, what kind of a summarization of what was uh, at the press conference. Uh, that was early this morning, by the way, with um, uh, Dave Van Horn. He talked about Cody Frank, and he said he looks 100% to me. Wow. He's thrown a couple times to live hitters in the indoor, and he's pretty much sliced them up because that's what he does. He's (laughs) different. It's not using the Ginju knife that you get on late night TV, is he? Jason with the mask on. He's got an incredible changeup with movement. Works fast. Feels his position. He's not scared. I think he'll get a lot of innings for us if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Okay. Stay healthy. Cody Frank. He was the reliever from Nebraska. Yeah. Which there was like a string. It happened like three different weeks in a row, it seemed like. Uh Uh-oh. Here goes Tommy John. Uh-oh. Here goes Tommy John. And then um, and then Peyton Stovall, who had shoulder issues. And I don't know exactly to the extent of his prior injury, but he's back and could be the leadoff batter. It would be pretty cool having Stovall as the leadoff batter, stronger than he was last year at this time. Uh, driving the ball the other way, and then just talking about maybe the first four hitters. We want Kendall Diggs anywhere from two to five in our order. I want him where he can drive in people. Drive in. He seems to be very good at coming through in the clutch. All right, this from our Gangster Museum of America Life Fin Feedback. Jay Diggity says, look at when Battle went down in the second half and see what you think about his attitude towards the assistant that came out to help. Perception is reality, but his body language seems to be way off from a team mentality. He might be mad about his ankle or frustrated about the score, but it really stood out to me. I guess I wasn't paying that close of attention by, at was, that point in time. Well, what was interesting, my wife was watching at the time, and she didn't watch the whole game, and he was being kind of helped by two different trainers, or two, one guy on each side, and her comment was, they don't seem to be that interested in him. That was just her comment, so hmm. they weren't talking to him, and he wasn't talking to them, so I, I don't know. Wow, interesting. Okay. But he came back and played. All right. Drive Time Sports will come back and wrap it up in just one moment. Stay tuned. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 
MNB is proud to be serving Central Arkansas. No matter where you are in life, it's nice to know you have a partner when it comes to banking. Whether it's buying that first home, growing your business, or planning for retirement, we understand that everyone's challenges are different. At MNB, we can guarantee a great personal banking experience. Let us work to help you with your next life moment. Stop into one of our many locations and let us show you what community banking is really like. Visit us online at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi folks, this is Chris Zender out here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. The recent snowstorms have really put us behind. We've got to do something drastic to make some sales up, so Frank told me to do whatever it takes to make some deals. So I'm inviting you to come in, pick out a vehicle you like, and make us an offer. We'll do whatever it takes to make a deal today. You'll save over 15% off Jeep Gladiators, $13,000 off new Rams. There's never been a better time to buy a new Ram, and we're talking 24 models, and we're taking 10% off every new Ram heavy duty in stock 2023 and 2024 models and you'll save up to 15% off the 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got to do something drastic. We're making crazy deals on every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock. At Fletcher Dodge you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. What do Little Rock baseball and buzz legend Randy Rainwater have in common? Randy's a Little Rock baseball alum, and he'll be the special guest at their first pitch banquet presented by by Thompson Electric. First pitch bank will be Friday, February 2nd at 6 o'clock at the Jack Stevens Center. Single tickets are $50 and corporate tables are available for $600. The bank will include a barbecue meal, a silent auction, and an opportunity to hear from the team and RR himself. Call 501-916-6858. You want to hit? Don't miss the opportunity to get the baseball season started with UA Little Rock Baseball and our own Randy Rainwater. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Continuing with our um, Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback, Eric says if baseball season turns out as a disappointment as basketball and football, <laughs> will this be a historic high to just crash to the bottom? Seemed like all three major sports were at a high level last few years, and maybe we have taken it for granted. Athletic success is normally taken for granted. Yeah, that's why we were talking about uh, Jim Harbaugh. How can you possibly, if you're a Michigan fan, how can you be upset that he left? You just have to say thank you. Dad won a national championship in 26 years. They won a national championship. You might be 20 years old and be a student at the University of Michigan, and your team might never win one again. If it doesn't, you got to experience one. That's great. And so we'll turn back to Arkansas. Yeah, won a national championship. But over the last three basketball seasons, eight wins in the NCAA tournament, including beating number one Gonzaga, and beating number one Kansas. Those are gigantic wins when you're thinking number one seeds, sometimes they fall, but usually not in the set. They beat Kansas in the second round. Usually when you get seeded eight or nine, you're thinking, oh, no, might win a game, and you're lucky if you win a game, and then you got to play the number one seed. Arkansas won. And so you have to be grateful for that. So, yeah, that doesn't mean that every year your team's going to be good. 
And that's the same for everybody. I want to tell you, Alabama fans may be about to be in for a shock. All the players that left their program, and they've got a few that have come in, but not anywhere near like the ones that they've lost, they may be about to be in for a shock because they're taking 10 win seasons for granted. They expect 12 or 13. So, yeah, you you can definitely not appreciate it while it's actually happening. But the the joy is while it's actually happening. I was reading today where Ohio State, after Ohio State basically takes in more money for athletics than any school in the country. Texas is second. They took in last year, which would be 22-23, they took in $238 million in revenue. After they lost to Michigan, their fans went nuts with NIL, contributing to NIL. If you look at the transfer portal, do you know who they got? They got the five-star quarterback that had been enrolled at Ark at Alabama for a few weeks. When sir, I guess the day he enrolled, Saban retired, and so he's going there. They got Alabama's five-star safety, who was the, started as a freshman last year and might have been the best player on their defense. They got the quarterback from Kansas State just to make sure they would have a pretty good quarterback since there's left, and then they got the guy coming from Alabama. They got. The running back from Ole Miss, is it Judkins? Yep. They got him to go with a running back that's already there because their fans said, we don't want to lose to Michigan anymore. Now, does that guarantee they're going to be good next year? Well, they're always, Ohio State's always going to win nine or ten games, but they are loaded next year because their fans gave enormous amounts of money. They have three collectives. They don't just have one. They have three. And guess who gave a very large who's listed as giving between fifty and a hundred thousand dollars. Just might be CJ Stroud, the quarterback for the Houston Texans. So basically he said, I love Ohio State, I want him to win. He must have given a pretty large gift. So, you know, does that guarantee they'll win? No. But when's the last time Ohio State won a national championship? I guess uh, it's it's been a few years. Urban Meyer was the coach, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, correct. It's been a few years. But their whole thing is they don't want Michigan to ever do it again. So they want to beat Michigan. All of that to say, yep, never take it for granted. And, Randy, I've said it many times. I was privileged to be sports information director and do radio when Arkansas won the national championship in basketball. Stan's comments notwithstanding, that may or may not ever happen again. But that was that was a once that was a once in a lifetime experience, and I'm very grateful to have gone through it. And I hope they do win again. But if they don't, it's okay. I've had that experience. I'm sorry for everybody out there that's younger than 30 years old. And they didn't get to experience that. My brother is a he is as big a huge Chicago Cub fan as there is, and there are a whole lot of them out there. He said long before they won the World Series, if they just win one in my lifetime, they had won since 1908. If they just win one, I'd be satisfied. Now he'd <laughs> like them to, he'd like them to win again, but he still is pretty much, he's so happy that they won in 2016. So there's your semi lecture on, yeah, you better appreciate it while it's happening because you never know when it's going to happen again. Yeah, I remember 94 just like it was. I, I was privileged to make that journey beginning in Oklahoma City all the way to um, Charlotte. And the next year started in Austin, Texas and ended up in Seattle. Didn't have the same success. We know what happened against UCLA. But now it seems like, gosh, that was so magical back then. Mm-hmm. Hey, may I remind you that the sports information director that you consistently badmouth for interrupting one of your interviews had to put you on the media list to get you those credentials? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did at the time. I did at the time. Yeah, I did. You were very so nice. Maybe, maybe he wasn't such a bad guy after all, huh? <laughs> yeah, maybe he wasn't after all. All right, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the um, 870. Since Arkansas doesn't play very good defense anyway, Mm. 
Mm. Why doesn't he just play full-court man-to-man pressure? Run up and down the floor, full <laughs> tilt, five guys for a few minutes, then put five freshmen in there, do the same thing, then five more, and rotate them through like that, and just wear teams down. Seems like he's tried every other combination. Just run and gun. So like- if, you, if you don't steal it, they're going to make even more layups. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think he plays much of a trapping defense. No, not at all. No, that's why Stan doesn't think he'll win the national championship. Doesn't play, doesn't play Nolan's defense. Hey, by the way, tomorrow night, are, are you going to be close to the Rattlesnakes? Is tomorrow night your night at the Big Buck Classic? If the table is where it's supposed to be tomorrow night, yeah, I'll probably be 75 feet away, which if you want to add 75 more to that, I'll be quite happy. <laughs> I asked our, our Tommy, who was on with last week when you weren't on, I said, uh, what's the biggest attraction? He said, it's still the rattlesnakes. Those are for some all, bad for all dudes. all the things they have. Bad dudes. All I can say. Uh, let me answer this real quick. Uh, okay. This from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line from 501. Is the guy's name Stovall or Stovall? Stovall. Peyton Stovall, S-T-O-V-A-L-L. It's your, sounds like you're saying Stovall. No. Uh, Stovall. Stovall. My apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one from uh, the 501. <laughs> I had a magical year as a Cubs and Bronco fan in 2016. Hmm. World Series and Super Bowl champion. That from Miss Linda. Yep, yep. Those and those years are just absolutely fantastic. When your team's winning, and uh, I shared with that with the broadcaster from Harding that the, the joy is why you're doing it. Because when it's over, it's just hard to replicate that. And uh, for for fans of schools that do it more than once, it's like Alabama fans. If they never win another one, they ought to die happy. They won six under one coach. That will, I'm, you never should say never, I guess. But the odds of that ever happening again in our lifetime or maybe even the next lifetime are outrageous. Particularly now that they're going to a 12-team playoff. For one coach to win six national championships at the same school, I cannot see any way that'll happen again. Now Kirby Smart's got a head start; he's got two, and he's and he's 49 years old. I'll bet he doesn't win four more. You never say never. I know Yogi Berra never did. That's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty, spay and neuter your pet for the Buzz Radio Network. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. Breaking news, information, big name guests, entertainment, and sports. It's all right here on 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in.